Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Live on the free Odyssey app. We now return to Mark and Kitchen. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original, 1037-WEI. If we didn't start the fire, who did, Devin? Who did? Um, this is the formerly Mark and Kitchen show. No longer. For this week, it is Kitchen and Cordishi. Scott Cordishi, uh, kind enough to stick around for another two hours. Sticking on with me until 11 a.m. We have Devin Telgani with us, as always. He is going to utterly confuse you when it comes to trending in about 15, 20 minutes. Um, Detroit Lions fans, stand up, y'all. Oh, Jesus. Did you, Scott, did you hear his trending at 1020? I, I did. I, another award-winning trending. Did we turn into a Detroit radio station for five minutes there? What happened? You know what? It would be a great story. In fairness to Devin, I mean, the, did anybody think the Lions could make it to a Super Bowl? I mean, the saddest NFL franchise there is, and here they are a game away from getting to the Super Bowl. How could you be cheering for anybody else? How could anybody be cheering for anybody but the Lions, unless you're in Kansas City, Baltimore, or San Francisco? Like, How could you not? I mean, I wanted it going into last weekend. I wanted, obviously, the Super Bowl matchup to be Buffalo-Detroit. That would have been fantastic, phenomenal. One team is going to win their first Super Bowl ever. Yep. Of course I'm going to be rooting for the Lions over the 49ers. I have no love for the 49ers. Me too. I loved Steve Young, but that was a long time ago. I have no love for Shanahan or really anything that goes on with the 49ers. They're exciting to watch. That's about it. I don't have any love for the Baltimore Ravens other than Lamar's exciting to watch. I don't like Harbaugh. They're a rival of the Patriots, or at least was. Or were. I don't know about who's going to be the rivals outside of the division moving forward for the New England Patriots because I think, like you, I see a few years of potential doom and gloom with the New England Patriots, particularly if, you know, nothing changes in in Buffalo. Josh Allen's still there. I'm assuming they're probably going to try and add a piece this offseason. 
Same thing with Miami. Tua's still going to be there. McDaniel's still going to be there. Tyreek's still going to be there. They're better than you. If Aaron Rodgers actually plays with the Jets, they're better than you. Hell, they're better than you without Aaron Rodgers right now. So it's going to be interesting. Who's going to be the Patriots' rival over the next couple of years? Are they even going to have one outside of the division? Themselves. <laughs> <laughs> the, I mean, the, the specter of Bill Belichick might be their rival. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to go back to what you said earlier, though. I'm pulling for Detroit like you can't believe. And, and the Kansas City-Baltimore game is an interesting one for Patriot fans because on the one hand, I think a lot of Patriot fans will be very protective of the Patriot dynasty and Tom Brady's seven Super Bowls. And does Mahomes and Kansas City threaten that with by winning the AFC Championship game and getting to another Super Bowl? Or there's the Ravens, who, as a Patriots fan, I think we've come to – hate the Ravens as a hated rival. I think a lot of people look at the flake gate and think that they were the source of that, that they dropped the dime to the Colts in any event. Um, I think the Ravens and Niners are going to win tomorrow, but I'm rooting for the Lions and the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I think it's good. I think it's going to be Chiefs 49ers, unfortunately. Uh, I mean, that's that's a juicy Super Bowl matchup. I'd rather have the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl as opposed to the Baltimore Ravens. I, I think there's just more juice there. There's more interest there. Um, you know, having Mahomes there as opposed to Lamar Jackson, although Lamar Jackson's tremendous fun to watch. Um, like you said, I have no love for the Baltimore Ravens. No interest. I've never liked that organization. From the day Art Modell moved the Browns to Baltimore to become the Ravens, I just didn't like them. Yep. Just never liked him. And then through the Ray Lewis years, yuck. Um just all of that. It was just all infuriating over the years. Um, but, yeah, the Lions, I'm I'm really pulling for them. It has been a long time since I've pulled for a neutral team like I am pulling for the Lions. I really, really want to see them win, not only for the organization, for the fans, but it, weirdly, I want Jared Goff to win. Number one overall pick, take by the Rams, gets them to a Super Bowl, then thrown away for an older Matt Stafford. They do go on to win the Super Bowl. I'd like to see Goff get a little bit of redemption here. You know, when you said, weirdly, I'm rooting for, I thought you were going to say Dan Campbell because if you, when you remember his introductory press conference, <laughs> he took so much crap, and when we get back up, we're going to bite the kneecap <laughs> off, you know. But how can't you root for this guy? Like, he's a guy's guy. You know what I mean? He's kind of like Jason Kelsey in Buffalo with his shirt off, chugging beers last week in, in the divisional playoff game. Dan Campbell's a guy's guy. He's a guy you root for, right? He's an everyman. He's not like this, you know, football nerd. He, he's just a you know a guy that played the sport that can relate to players on their level and a guy that I think you know most guys would probably run through a wall for. Uh, wears wears his emotions on his sleeve, so that's why I'm rooting for the Detroit Lions. I like Campbell. I like the story, and you know I I mean it is a sad franchise that just hasn't tasted success in so many years. It's been you know. 60, 70 years since they've been in this position. Back in the 1950s, they were dominating the old NFL. It's funny because you know we talked about this kind of coaching change in the NFL and how, how the winds have really blown in a different direction over the last couple of years, this youth movement, and you're seeing more guys that were former players in the league kind of getting their opportunity. And when you look at the final four teams remaining, only one of them is a former player. Yep. And that's, that's Dan right. Campbell who I thought, you know, in that tenure with the Dolphins ended up looking like a goof from his press conference, like you said, looked like a goof. But then there was that clip that surfaced this week that everyone was talking about. I was like, that's exactly why the players really love Dan Campbell, where he's just sitting there talking about, I just need you to trust me. I'm going to try and do the best thing for all of you. 
and trying to get us to win. I just need you to trust me. And that clip, everyone looked at it and it's like the sincerity with which he's speaking, you know, was very endearing to a lot of people. And, and even to me where I'm sitting there and I'm usually pretty jaded when it comes to coaches. And I go, yeah, I would probably want to play for that guy too if he spoke to me like that and that sincerity, that honesty. So, yeah, I'm rooting for Dan Campbell. I'm rooting for the Lions. I'm rooting for Goff. Uh, that's what I, w- I would like to see it be Detroit, Kansas City in the Super Bowl. That's just that. Yeah. I, again, I think both home teams are going to win. Both number one seeds are going to win. We shall see. Do, are you, by the way, are you one of those conspiracy theorists that looks at the color of the Super Bowl logo and say, oh, my God, if it's Baltimore, San Francisco, this will be the third year that the NFL <laughs> has come up with a Super Bowl logo and the teams in the Super Bowl, their colors coincidentally or not match the Super Bowl logo? Um, if this was the NBA, I'd believe it. The NFL, it's too hard. I think it's just too hard. It's just way too hard. Listen, they, the NFL wants nothing more than Taylor Swift at their Super Bowl. The and NFL the way, w- wants the Chiefs I, there. How do you feel about Taylor Swift? Are you annoyed with her like most NFL fans? I'm not. Not really. I, I, I have, it doesn't I have bother no me. problem when CBS or Fox cuts to her after Travis, Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown. It doesn't bother me at all. Why does it bother so much? He, here's the thing. When Think about a year ago before Taylor Swift started showing up at these games. What those cutaways were. It's not like she's taken away from replays. She's not. She's taken away from other cutaways, which were usually to the owner's box, and you were going to see some 70-plus-year-old man melting in a suite. Would you rather see that, Bob Kraft hanging out with Bon Jovi, or would you rather see Taylor Swift for 15 seconds? Taylor Swift. I'll take Taylor Swift. Yep. She's a little prettier than Bob Kraft. Just a little bit. Don't get carried away. Bob Kraft's a very pretty man <laughs> for 82 years old. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. But by the way, by yeah. the way how, how great was it to see Jason Kelsey last week, rooting for his brother, fitting right in with Bill's Mafia on a frigid day with his shirt off, with, you know, double-fisted with beers in both hands, going crazy for the Chiefs. I thought that was awesome. I loved it. I loved it. The only person that seemed – well, there's a couple of people that hate the Kelseys didn't like it. I, I don't really understand the overall hate for the Kelseys. They're fine. They don't bother me in any way, shape, or form. But the only person that seemed to really not like it was Pat Mahomes Sr. Do you see the expression on his face as Kelsey's doing that out yep. in the crowd? He's yep. looking at him like, this mother effort. I'm just trying to watch my son win a football game. I don't need this circus. And I think he said something this week is like, are you going to the? Are you going to go to the Super Bowl? And he's like, not if I have to sit with Jason and Taylor. Yeah, I think they asked him like this week, you know, how, how do you feel about having, you know, Taylor Swift in your, you know, and, and are you going to be sitting in the same box? And he said, I hope not. <laughs> I'm sure that's probably wicked annoying being in that box, especially if you're him and you're like, I'm really just trying to watch my son right now make sure he doesn't get killed out there. And by the way, am I the only one that felt last week when I was watching the Chiefs Bills, which to me, I just, I love those two teams when they hook up. To me, Mahomes Allen and Chiefs Bills is this decade's Brady Manning Patriot Colts back in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. It is. And, and and playing the role of Brady and the Patriots is Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, and playing the role of Peyton Manning and the Colts is, is Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills because it took a while for Manning to get over the hump and beat the Patriots in the postseason, and that's where the Bills are stuck in that rut right now. I mean, every time these two teams hook up during the regular season or the playoffs, it's just an awesome game. And it reminds me so much of Patriots-Colts when Brady and Manning were in their primes. Yeah, and and again, it's disappointing that that's not the conference championship game. 
Yep. Over the last couple of years, it's didn't disappoint. It's been a great divisional round matchup, but you want to see those teams go at it in the conference championship because typically over the last couple of years, you felt like those are the two best teams in the AFC. They really are. They're the two teams that have the best shot of actually winning a Super Bowl if they get there. Um, you just wish it was around later than it had proven out to be the last couple of years, and it's unfortunate. But they are the that's the premier game every year. They're going to keep trying to squeeze that game in. You know, it, it does feel like an old Colts Patriots game, circa two thousand three, four, five. That era, it does feel that way. And I hope for the Bills that uh, they can figure it out and get over that hump because I'd like to see them win a title. I still always kind of Scott. I still always hold on to this thing. I remember what it was like as a Red Sox fan pre oh four. And haven't gone my entire life, and no, my parents haven't gone their entire life, and my grandfather, who was born in 1920, going his entire life without them winning a title. I know what it's like as a fan base to be desperate for that one championship that can maybe you know spark the entire city. Now, for us, that was the 01 Patriots, but as a Red Sox fan, I know what that was like, and I. I want those other fan bases that don't bother me in any way. Detroit doesn't bother me in any way. Buffalo doesn't bother me in any way. They're psychos, and I kind of love it. I want them to get their moment because I know what it's like to get that moment after waiting for a long time. It's funny you bring this up because we're not even friends on Facebook, but I posted that at the end of the game. I said the Buffalo Bills are the pre-2004 Boston Red Sox. Whatever can go wrong will. They're cursed. And I and I said – for Red Sox fans back then, you know, Bucky Dent and Bill Buckner were the trigger words. For Buffalo, it's wide right. Those are the trigger words for them. It's just I, I, I'm like you, and there aren't too many Patriot fans outside of maybe you and me that root for Buffalo and, you know, feel for them and feel their pain like, you know, Red Sox fans did pre-2004. I When I went to college, I went to many Bills games, and I saw, number one, what a blue-collar town Buffalo is. Let's be honest with you. Buffalo doesn't have a lot going for it. <laughs> Except for the Buffalo Bills, yeah, and those those poor bastards in Buffalo need something good to happen in their lives, and I, I'm rooting for Buffalo. I want them to win, and they just can't get over the hump. They just can't. No, it's like what happened to Stephon Diggs? I mean, this guy went from an elite NFL wide receiver to the back of a milk carton. He's like missing in action the last like 10, 12 weeks. Yeah, he looks washed. And if I was a Bills fan, I'd be worried about how they're going to reinvest moving forward because I think they've still had Allen on pretty cheap money, and I think that starts to go up big time this year. Or maybe it just went up this past season. But they're not going to have the money they had been able to spend over the last couple of years, so they're going to have to start to figure this out on the fly, which going back to earlier conversation was you know, part of the you know thought process of maybe that's a landing spot for Bill Belichick. That proven not to be the case, and it proves like, it looks like there's going to be no landing spot for Bill Belichick unless he wants to join the media. Come join us on the dark side. Speaking of dark side, Scott, keep your headphones on because we've got about three and a half minutes of the most bizarre thing you'll ever hear on the radio. That's a trend with Devin Talgani. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 